Hello, this is a podcast. Hi, it's me, Brad. It's me, Sophie. What the fuck? And this is Monster Friends. With benefits. Welcome to hell. Again, I say, what the fuck? There's only so many ways to open your heart to friends. There's only so many ways to open a present. There's only so many ways to open your butthole, and there's only so many ways to open a podcast, Sophia. So from time to time, while doing all of those things, I may cackle Sorry, wait, hold on. (laughs) How many of those things are you doing right now? Well, while cackling wildly, it could be any number of them. Oh, boy. This is this this one's already off the rails. Love it. So glad we're well, doing. Well, we this. can't be getting railed during the podcast. It would be very <laughs> distracting kind of to podcast. the recording podcast. Yeah. It is not that kind of podcast. So before we get to today's topic, Sophia, which you graciously brought before us via a link that suddenly played loud and alarming <laughs> things on my phone when I opened it in bed the other evening, <laughs> whose fault is that? I would argue yours. <laughs> what? <Well, laughs> So before we get to how everything is Sophia's fault. Of course. <laughs> Sophia, the one whose fault it all is. <laughs> Sup? I feel that bo- today both of us are fairly tired, perhaps um, a little foggy in the, in the old skull. I am. I'm, I'm kind of sleepy. I want to I wanna take a nap. You got skull fogged? I got skull fogged, yeah. I want to take a nap, mm. a nice cozy one. Mm. Yeah, that's that, that, that's, a, that's. I might play Stardew Valley later. Ah, uh-huh. but also nap while you're playing Stardew Valley. It could happen. It could. When I was a teenager, uh, I found out that there is a section in Final Fantasy VII on a beach where if you're strong enough, none of the enemies can beat you, and if you just hold down the controller in a certain direction, you'll stay kind of going back and forth on a corner of the beach. And I had an aftermarket Mad Cats controller that had a like a turbo button or like an auto fire button. So I rubber banded down the directional stick and with the X button or the circle or whatever it was. And my my I would just stay in that corner going back and forth, just grinding through endless numbers of enemies in that specific spot that produced a pretty reliable amount of uh, XP and giving you a reliable amount of money. And I just left my PlayStation like that for like three days and came back and my entire party was maxed out in levels. Mm-hmm. I had basically endless quantities of money. Which which game was this? Final Fantasy VII. Amazing. Yeah. I never... Here's a fun Brad fact. Mm-hmm. I have not finished most of the RPGs that I've played because it makes me sad that the story's over. And I get into all of the details, everything. I, I, I really used to like JRPGs a lot when I was younger. And I just got into every detail, every side quest, everything, trying to get super powerful, all that. And then I would not finish the story because I was sad about the fact that it would be over. So I never finished Final Fantasy VII. I have put in, I, back in the day, I haven't obviously picked it up recently, but I put in you know, tens and tens and tens and tens of hours into that game. And now in those tens and tens, are you counting the no uh, all right no of me actually playing it i put in lots of time i'm also very bad at games so things same people will say oh this game only takes this amount of time i think resident evil village they're like oh this game is a pretty short game and i'm like is it okay (laughs) maybe i am bad at things 
And I'll get stuck at really silly points, too, where it should be obvious what's supposed to happen. And I will mistake, like, a section of the level that you're supposed to walk through for something that isn't walkable. And I'll go back and just back and forth and back and forth. Because, you know, I'm one of my, my favorite game growing up was Metal Gear Solid, where an entire portion of the game is literally go here, go back through the game for most of the section, and then go back again. Because you have to like heat up a was it a key card or something and then cool down the key card. It has to be two different temperatures to to do it, and you know you can't just like warm it up between Snake's ample butt cheeks. So, well, the such is like clapping too fast, it would fall right out. <laughs> you don't want to alert the guards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I that's. That's what I got. I don't know if I answered Man, any kind of a question. Listener, if you are still with us, bless you. Maybe you're having a fog day when you're listening to Listeners, this. Listeners, angels on your body. <laughs> Sorry? Angels on your body. I, you haven't spent time with the right kind of evangelicals, I guess, if angels on your body doesn't no, make sense. No, nope. No. It's, it's only something I've heard from people who are genuinely intending to be very kind. Are they... They want angels on your body. They want you to be surrounded by angels to help you. I I also kind of want angels on my body. Yeah, well, (laughs) fair. I look. I'm 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 Jewish. Okay, I I literally forget what day Christmas is. Mm -hmm. You know how I finally figured out how to remember the date of Christmas? Hmm. It's because I remember the date of Boxing Day. Incredible. Yeah, just to be to be a little bit like, well, a Boxing Day, and I remembered what Boxing Day is. I still always kind of forget like the distinction between Christmas and Christmas Eve. Mm Hmm. But, like, point is, I do not know a lot of Christianity stuff the way that many people do. And so I'm just kind of baffled sometimes by things that I feel like they're a little bit more on the fringes of what you would see in filmic depictions of Christianity. Basically, if it hasn't been in a movie, I may not know about it. And, like, why would I? I haven't been around it. So speaking in tongues and that sort of thing is is a little confusing to me. I don't quite I don't get it it either. And I was technically raised in a church. but not like a not, not like, like a, a house one, not like one of those yeah like definitely did they, sure that is what i meant you were in the organ yeah okay yes i uh your hearing is just destroyed <laughs> it's rough uh taking baths in the uh baptismal font uh-huh. every day yep you know one cheek at a time <laughs> exactly <laughs> actually my church had one of those like mini pools that was for yeah, for baptisms. Ba- it, baptisms. Like, you could walk all the way through it. Like it like would come up to Which groups do baptisms? Is that all uh, I would assume Baptists. All Christians. Really? Yeah. Catholics do baptisms? Yeah. I, I I'm Catholics. sorry. I know I sound like a fool right now. <laughs> Why would I know this? Catholics do baptisms twice. Twice. There's you baptize a baby mm-hmm. and then you uh Oh right, because there was that scandal where yeah. a bunch of priests were saying one word wrong. Yeah, well, okay, so they baptize a, a baby it was is their first baptism, and then later on, when you are, like, a teenager or so, like, you do all the study, and then you, like, say out loud and, like, consciously make the choice to dedicate yourself to Christ and the church, mm-hmm, et cetera, mm-hmm. whatever, and then you get baptized again, oh, and that's a slightly different thing, but yeah, there was the whole thing about uh, a bunch of Catholic priests had been saying what... We we baptize mm-hmm. you, which would be the community, rather than I baptize you, which would be the Lord God himself. So all of those baptisms were null and void. I mean, far be it from me as a Jewish person to complain that somebody's getting pissy over minutia. Like that's, I just, that's, that's I just think it's, my faith. I just think it's like really funny that the Catholic church is experiencing so much trouble because uh, they use the wrong, wrong pronouns. It's, 
So that's very funny. Is that a pronoun? I or we? Yeah. I is a pronoun. It's a personal pronoun. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Oh, wow. Now you know. Sorry, I'm an I'm an engineer, not not a, not a person who passed basic classes in high school. That's that's true. Oh yeah, hey listeners, just so you know, there's a, there's classes you're supposed to have passed in order to graduate from high school. I definitely did not pass many of those, mm-hmm. and it, it was still a thing when I was in high school. I never passed. I never took a physics class. I never passed chemistry. I never got beyond geometry i think in math and i had to take that like two or three times oh i did not meet the language requirement they wanted me gone i don't know what they had to do to get me out of there it took me an extra (laughs) semester as it was they wanted me gone i graduated third from the bottom of my high school class which is a fact that i just love love pointing out it's now a bad time to say that i graduated salutatorian second that doesn't surprise me yeah (laughs) although i also in college i to get my algebra credit i had to take the slowest algebra that Mm -hmm. was algebra one split over two semesters because Mm -hmm. i cannot do math at all Mm -hmm. and i failed college algebra like three times before i got to that Mm -hmm. so like yeah i I, I get you well yeah i think i think that there's however you get through it there's valuable concepts to learn from math it's one of those things where i get i get kind of pissy when people are like well why should i have to learn Oh, and I spent all my time learning all about mitochondria or geometry when I should have been taught how to do taxes. First of all, the tax system is fucked anyway. Right. Like, the American tax system was built to be as stressful and overwhelming as possible. Correct. So, like, but also, like, why? what is this argument that people should not have rounded, well-rounded education so that they can understand stuff? Well, why should I have to understand, you know, basic science? And then people don't understand. And then they say, well, I also don't need to get a vaccine. Well, Shut like, up. I don't know. I Look, I... I, there's lots of stuff I don't understand, but I have enough understanding of it conceptually that I can at least follow when things are explained to me. And then you get people who are like, oh, well, oh, I, I, I'm going to school for engineering. Why should I have to take a communications class or a humanities class? Because you're a person who's going to be in charge of like, doing projects where you might make bombs or also have to communicate with other people. You should have basic ethics and like an understanding of the universe and philosophical concepts. And these are important things to understand. In general, I just I guess it feels like a weird argument against having more educated people that somehow it's like I and I agree with you, but also the last I'd like thing to, I said sounded like pizza burp. It did. I would just like to remind both you, me, and the listener that this is a podcast about monster fucking. How hey we everybody, this is a podcast about monster friends and the benefits of having them, and also you know the. <laughs> The it, is it possible to suck a dick big enough that the suction makes your eyes pull into your head a little bit like a frog when it's trying to chew on food? Jesus Christ! So on that note, I was gonna ask you how you're doing because we didn't actually get there. But oh, I guess we got there. We got there. We got there. You got, we we I'm understand doing, where we're I'm at. I'm doing. Yeah, we're yeah. We're, That's host chat for you. Yeah. So enough of that. On to questions so we have not been getting as many listener questions as we would like listeners please send us questions please we would appreciate it we just want to know we want i want to know what you're thinking tell me what's on your mind so in lieu of that sophia yeah i think we should ask each other questions which for the 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 sharp-eyed listener who is reading a transcript of this that you wrote yourself if anybody wants to help us with the transcript please do uh you may realize that we've been making up a lot of the questions we've been asking each other 
And I thought, hey, how about instead Sophia and I ask each other questions about a piece of media that the other one hasn't seen, and we have to answer it in a way that is entertaining, at least to ourselves. Oh. So I might ask you a question about a piece of media that I know for a fact you have not seen, and then you could do the same to me. I... I actually came up with a fake question from a fake listener. Listeners, I want you to know that if you could see the look of disappointment on my face, you too I'm sorry. would be laughing. I'm sorry. You if might you... think that we like have this stuff worked out ahead of time. Oh, no. Super down. Oh, no, 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 no. Super down. If no. you're like, oh, wow, those two have it together. I don't know what Why would you is. think that? Yeah. Why on God's green earth would Ooh. you think that we have it together? Yeah. All right, Sophia. Yeah. Ask me this question from a listener whose <laughs> name. I, I insist you come up with a good name for this fake one. Yeah, of course. Go ahead. Uh, this, this question comes from a, uh, a cat boy slim. <laughs> Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think through saying these words out loud to another person. Oh God. All right. Okay. Go on. <laughs> Catboy asks I am a Twitch streamer. I play many video games. What on other Twitch. thing would a cat boy exactly. do? I mean, what were you expecting dude to say? He's a welder? Well. Anyway, I am a Twitch streamer and um last week I partook in a little bit of the catnip that I so much enjoy. And afterwards got hit with a community guidelines violation for dangerous behavior, drug use. And I want to know, should I pursue any action against this as catnip is not really a human drug that is legislated? Love, Catboy Slim. Is there a community violation for drinking coffee? Quick question. I don't think so. Monster energy drinks? I have to imagine. I would that, hope not. I would Jesus. have to imagine that if streamers got in trouble for drinking energy drinks, mm -hmm. Twitch would cease to exist. Yeah. Okay. Caffeine is a drastically more potent drug for human beings than a lot of others. Right, but if Catboy Slim is in fact a Catboy, there uh -huh. are you know the the effects of catnip upon cat physiology has uh, different effects than caffeine does necessarily on human physiology. True, but it differs from cat to cat, and most of them just kind of get amped up. Yeah. Okay. It's true. Some of them have other experiences that have been likened to humans on marijuana. Mm -hmm. So what? I, I guess I would need to know what the, the Twitch guideline was. I guess, yeah. You know, it, if it's something that's illegal, I mean, uh, how about is, is drinking alcohol? If you are legal to drink alcohol, are you allowed to drink alcohol on stream? I'm not or sure. Or are you allowed to drink any... alcohol until you're intoxicated or whatever? I don't know. I only know like the TikTok guidelines where you're not allowed to smoke or drink anything. Mm -hmm. So I bet you could drink coffee. I'm probably you drink coffee. Yeah. Fucking hypocrites. Well, the point is, is that catnip uppers is are okay. That is the thing. That is the me if the message the internet wants to send to anybody. It's that uppers are okay. Yeah. So do as much cocaine as you want on stream. Hold that on. is not the official <laughs> position of this podcast. I just would like to be very clear. I am not. You do whatever you want to do, listener. Take care of yourself. But I make smart choices. <laughs> mm -hmm. But also it's your body. So 
yeah, I, I would really need to know exactly what the spirit of the Twitch guidelines were, what the letter of the law is for the Twitch guidelines. Sounds like bullshit to me, but frankly, I probably think their guidelines are bullshit regardless. Yeah. So, like, I would appeal it. Show me the FDA rag on cat boys. Yeah. Yeah. Show me where there has been laws. Yeah. Is it the Furry Drug Administration? (laughs) I think the fuck not. That's adorable. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. should definitely, Catboy Slim, you should definitely appeal this because I don't think they really have a leg to stand on on Mm -hmm. this one. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Even if it goes sour for you, I'm sure you will land on your feet. All right. Sophia, I have a question for you since. Since my format of questioning you d- d- didn't work. We well, need you to, can do your we fam- need to, format. Nope, we need to come up with a better one. I have another question for you, a genuine question that we can expand, expound on later if you want. That's fine. It's going to come up in future episodes. I would like to know what you think about the, the, the archetype of the horny side character. So this can be seen in classic anime such as La Blue Girl. I mean, that's which is literally oh, porn. Oh, my first thought was... Right? Um... But, but... Oh, I'm getting to modern examples. Typically, these characters in older anime are funny, right? They're, they're just comic relief. Everybody's like, oh, that horny little fucker. It's like the horny old man thing, but it's typically like a younger person. Although, ob- ar- ar- arguably, the same role can be taken by an old man. I'm sure there's probably Obviously. a fucking TV trope, on, TV tropes on this thing. But I've noticed that fandoms now often just hate these characters. And you got to try really hard to not have that character be hateable. I have not met one person who likes Mineta from uh, Boku no Hero Academia, My Hero Academia, who's the little, the little horny child with the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. grape, you know, sticky, sticky hair thing. Everybody seems to hate him. And he's, he's, I do. he's not more horny, obnoxious than any of those other characters were. You know, is he hornier and more obnoxious than like Master Roshi was in Dragon Ball Z? I don't think so. I don't think so. And is there a difference in that he is largely creeping on girls his own age whereas old man characters are creeping on teenage girls that's worse that's worse arguably that's worse yeah. a horny teenage boy being horny for teenage girls is like well at least yeah and he can grow out of it too yeah i mean i'm not excusing his behavior but like he could look back and go like Ugh. wish i hadn't been awful yeah yeah but like that that's the my... first the first character that mm-hmm. i thought of mm-hmm. i had to go ahead and look up his name was uh Miroku, of course from inuyasha mm-hmm. was he's he's the priest and he has the the holes in his hands and it's a whole thing and he's very horny but i feel like he also like horny was on his trait list but there there's like a lot of whole other things like if you removed horny from that character he actually would not be lacking he also was like a very noble and honorable man apart like mm-hmm. outside of that so if you were to remove that he occasionally you know just lets his hand rest on girls butts like you remove that he's still the character yeah and then it's not as integral as it is with Mineta. i feel like if you were to remove you know being horny from that character the fuck's left not much not, not a ton he's had you know insecurities and whatnot but those are fairly generic traits in a shonen sort of situation yeah. And then you have, have you watched Demon Slayer? No. Okay, Zenitsu is another character who is just kind of obnoxious for how, he's more of a uh, obnoxiously hopeless romantic kind of guy, just mm-hmm. falls in love with people. Like and, Brock. Yeah, yeah, a little more like that. 
but like again like you say i think that's the key right is that if you remove that what's left yeah and i think that culturally perhaps we just don't find that charming anymore mm-hmm. like horny old man is not a thing we think is cute anymore you'd hear stories about like isaac asimov like pinching people's butts and stuff at like comic conventions and that's not cute that's just making an environment that women don't want to go to yeah okay thanks asimov for for doing that and it's again so we, we don't think of it as as cute much anymore not that there aren't people who are relentlessly horny we don't find charming that's the thing there's still people whose public persona is just horny and that's not obnoxious because they're not being lecherous that's that's i think the distinction yeah, the right between horny lechery and can be okay lecherous mm. and i think the point people of... love captain jack harkness as a character absolutely incredibly horny fantastic man. Just hits on anything that breathes, has mm-hmm. a great time. But again, if you were to remove, you know, Horny, you might lack some things about the character, but he would still be a good character yeah. overall. I think that is really the crux of it, is that if you were to remove that specific trait from this character, are they still compelling? Do they still have a place in the narrative? Are they still useful, interesting, whatever? Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think that's, that's, that's my answer, is that if Horny and lecherous is all they are what's the fucking point Mm. fair good answer before we move on before we move on dear listeners i realized uh and we were supposed to put this in the last episode i just had some corrections so in i i spoke two episodes ago about the, the the comic sex files first of all it's all written by and drawn by the same person many of the stories are very cute and earnest some of them are a little grosser. Not my thing. Many of them are very cute, very earnest. And in the cat girl story, first of all, I remembered that story way better than I had any right to. I had not read that comic in over like 15 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. The fact that I remembered it as perfectly as I did, pretty impressive. But I was wrong. The doctor got taken away by the authorities. One of the cat girls leapt forward to try to stop them from taking him. These generic government agents. And she got shot. And then like the last panel of the comic is the one cat girl holding the other being like, don't worry. Don't worry. He'll be home soon. He'll be home soon. It still is absurdly touching. That's worse, though, than. Oh, yeah. No, it's very sad. It's very sad. Yeah. Heroin. And also in the the, the issue, which is uh, the story, which is the thing in the same issue with having the cold. Mm -hmm. They go back and forth with having uh a cold right i think which i did say but it was it was also just cute it was earnest cute and earnest and probably out of print i don't know it an obstacle that i'm having with a lot of this stuff is i would love to pay a publisher for a lot of these old comics i would love to there many of the 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 publishers don't exist many of them don't exist anymore it's extremely difficult and this is a problem with video games too right it's extremely difficult to give people money for this work yeah, I would love to give people money for this work. Much of it. It's just very hard to find. And frankly, if it weren't for the horny archivists out there scanning all this old stuff, we might just never see it. I was looking for more Bondage Fairy stuff, like to see, oh, hey, could I just buy a big thing of Bondage Fairies comics? I couldn't find them. If, listeners, if you know a reprint of them, please tell me. And all I could find were like Bondage Fairies sh- individual issues, right? Extremely expensive. And bondage fairies shirts at like money laundering prices oh by which i mean i get it they're collector's items and shit but like 
if you're buying a $3,000 shirt, you're not going to wear it. Oof. I mean, not like a Bondage Fairies t-shirt. It's not no. like a, a fancy, you know, made from the only the first six inches of silk to come out of a silkworm's butthole or whatever. Like, so, ah. Anyway, that's, that's, what I, that's what I had for corrections. I just wanted to note those things. And we can move on. Looking at our very important, very official reference sheet for the structure of the episodes. Because we three forgot it, apparently. Yeah. And it seems, since we don't have any fake ads, since neither Sophia and I have had the... the uh, We've determined that structural uh, integrity. fake ads are the least funny thing to come up with, and it is better to come up with questions mm-hmm. to spend our energy there. If we have good ideas for fake ads, we'll do them. Yeah. But and like... Yeah. yeah, and if anybody wants to give us money to advertise on the podcast, please. I don't know why you would. We are literally talking about pornography today, but, you know, that's up to you. Live it, your dream. People sometimes listen to it. It's true. Yeah. Rate and review us. <laughs> Rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. 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 Fia. Me. Talk, what are we here to talk about today? Today. What, what link did you send me? That suddenly opened up a very loud ad for dick pills last night. So I think it was a few years ago I found this while perusing ye oldie Pornhub. And I don't need to lecture about Pornhub and its practices. Not what we're discussing today. But it is a 3 This is not an advertisement for Pornhub. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Focus, please. It was a 3D... Listener Brad just opened their eyes much wider and like got closer. It was weird. A 3D porn movie. It is about 15 minutes long. It is called Coliseum of Lust. It is a fairly uh, basic narratively. This, it was created by, can't determine if it is Studio FOW or Studio FOW, whatever. And they are, I'd say well known if they have the article about them, for making fairly brutal 3d pornography movies using 3d models of characters from video games mostly and this one specifically coliseum of lust was uh world of warcraft a game uh, which neither Sophia neither of nor us have i played. have played i've the closest i've gotten is watching peacecraft on youtube which was griffin McElroy going through without hurting anything i've never even played like like a warcraft game no. No. I played StarCraft. That's a Momorpaga. Yeah, but it's not it's not war it's not like orcs and I guess. So I Isn't don't know anything about Isn't there World of Warcraft? EverQuest was one. I think never I played, played that either. I think I played a few a little bit of EverQuest and I was really shitty at it, but in my defense I think I was like nine. So So listeners, cares? if you know more about this lore Sorry, listeners, if you know anything about this lore, <laughs> you know more than we do. We're not here to talk about that. Tell us more about it if you like. Sure, I'm happy to learn. Love learning. If you, I mean, if you want, listen, if you want to World of Warcraft lore dump in our Twitter mentions, mm-hmm. fuck, you know, fucking go for Tell it. Tell us. Let us you know. know. Live your dream. Still not allowed to DM us if you're not on the list, and we will put a list out eventually. Eventually, we'll figure it out. But you can publicly let us know. Yeah, you can just yeah. do whatever you want. In this, a yeah, was she a princess? I think they referred to her as a princess a few times. Anyway, she was like blue skinned She had horns Drenai, and a tail. I think is the word. Sure. That they said. Yeah, and she had hooves, a tail. It was a whole thing. Is captured by the evil horde, and she is in a coliseum. 
of lust. And she's told by the evil king or whatever that, you know, you'll gain your freedom if you fuck your way out. And I feel like if you were to say it's a story about a sex gauntlet to people who are familiar with this kind of smut, they'll be like, oh, yes, of course, the yield traditional sex gauntlet, you know, last fuck standing, etc. And it, like, it makes sense, which I just think is a really funny thing that like within this realm, it is not a wild concept to be like, yeah, you have to go through three rounds of fucking and each dick is bigger than the last or whatever the mm-hmm. hell. It just seems like a super normal thing. It's just it also does basis. the like breaking a person who, you know, the 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 classic kind of non-con or yeah. dub-con th- and this definitely non-con, but like non-consensual dubious consent, right? The thing where the person is at first like, no, I'm not going to have any fun at all. And then by the end of it, they're like, dumb more dick. Love, love dick. Mm-hmm. Sure. Fuck. Sophia, give a nice big thumbs up. I just, for listeners. Sure. Yeah. I, the sex itself is fairly straightforward. It is large monster type dudes with large monster type dicks. And they are. Fucking? They're fucking. They're, they are fucking. The, the first round is with the king itself and they have some banter back and forth. But then after that, like she does not talk with these people except she for- talks to him sometimes still yeah he does like uh, and at one point she's like no not there there's not room not you know and then the butthole and it's a whole thing and it's a whole <laughs> and then the, the we'll last- have to have that on uh on another t-shirt next to uh praise kink yeah <laughs> we'll have to have it's a whole thing <laughs> you wouldn't get it at all <laughs> You wouldn't get it. It's a whole. Uh, what is it? It's a whole thing. You wouldn't get it, and then on the back, but you could. Now, would we get sued if I made whole like the Jeep logo? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Only one way to find out. Every time I see the Jeep logo with other things, other characters instead of ease, I just read it as Jupe. which is a different brand altogether. I I just searched up and a parent searched up. Apparently, what? there is. It's a fashion and perfume Jupe? line. I've never heard of it in my life. But by Wolf, by Wolfgang, Joop. <laughs> what would that be? Joop. Probably would be Joop. Looks by Wolfgang, Joop. Amazing. Yeah. All right. So anyway, back to. D- back to dicks. Back to dicks. <laughs> Praise kink. Praise kink. It's a whole thing. You wouldn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) The last round with the giant cat dudes and she ends up being like good kitty and like they are nuzzling her at the end. I think it's almost adorable that she's like, you know, these guys seem to be nice because the other the other people ahead like were just just super non-conning orcs. Yeah. And these cats were just that were then like showing her affection and she was returning and I'm like. Within the realm of this specific sure. fantasy. They, they also held her arms in their big tusky mouths. Yeah. It was fine. Sure. The important part of this of the whole story of this specific video. Also, she did come at one point during this whole ordeal. Yeah. From being riding cropped on the butt. Was that it? Mm-hmm. Sure. 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 I love a good riding crop. But probably that wouldn't be the one thing out of all that. Yeah. 
whatever whatever uh, but at the end she like goes to the evil king and she is like look okay i did it i survived all this fucking with these massive monster dicks you gotta let me go and he's just like i lied <laughs> oh no no he literally says i don't keep my promises because he's evil yeah you see. get it he's a bad guy he's a bad Could man you not tell <laughs> by the sex gauntlet preceding this also we get the impression this is an all-day ordeal mm-hmm. right like we start in, start in the morning end at night there's people in these stands all day yeah that's exhausting i don't i could not keep up any level of enthusiasm all day and i get it for her it's supposed to be like this big horrible ordeal right but like it seems like an ordeal for the audience too i mean they had other entertainment going as well because of course um there was <laughs> for some reason scout is there scout is in team fortress 2 as in bonk he's just there and he's breakdancing so clearly the makers of this movie had this 3D model of Scout and just were like, I don't know, put him in there. He doesn't, he's not having sex. He's just fucking breakdancing, I guess. I guess. So that's, you know, if you get bored of watching the sex gauntlet, you can just look over at Scout, who is just... <laughs> not going to lie. I did get a little bored of watching the sex gauntlet. Yeah, it, was, it's, it just keeps going. And, you know, you just skip ahead and there's Scout and you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't skip because I didn't know if there's going to be any pertinent dialogue. Mm. So I watched all 15 penetrative minutes of this. Yep. Do you regret it? I mean, it was only 15 minutes. It's hard yeah. to regret, you know, that. But I will I, I, I say, first of all, my main critiques here, not that you asked, not that anybody asked. Oh, we didn't finish with the oh, end. Oh, right. Like, sorry. Finish. Right, the ending. The ending is. Of course, yeah, there's a lot of finishing in this video. There should be a little bit in this podcast. So go ahead. <laughs> he says, I lied. Send her off to the mines. And then the very the unclear we, what kind of minds. Yeah. But then it fades to black and you're like, oh, this is the end. You know, everyone, all the sex is finished and she's been sent as a bad ending. But then it pops up six months later and she is in a mine, I guess. And she is like clutching a, a pickaxe and she's hiding behind a rock and like. Listeners, please note, I am about to correct Sophia on the name of this type of tool. I had been lectured so many times by gardeners and outdoor workers on this particular tool that I was wrong. I thought it was a mattock and it's pretty obviously and apparently a pickaxe. It's very embarrassing. Please overlook my discretion. You have my most deep and sincere apologies to pickaxes and those who use pickaxes and those who love pickaxes and those who are married and have you know, settle down with pickaxes, those who have weekend dalliances with pickaxes, basically everybody ever involved with a pickaxe. I'm very, very sorry, very sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Some dude is coming it's down a, the hallway. It's a, it's, a, it's a matic. I'm sorry, it is. It's a, a pickmatic. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, presumably like a foreman or something and is like hey princess you know time for your daily beating and she says enough is enough and this dude comes around the corner and she sinks the point of this mattock like behind his collarbone and kills him and is going to escape and i just think that like if this entire porn video was just this non-con dubcon gauntlet i would be it would have been completely forgettable to me. And it just like, I wouldn't have cared. There's a million of that 
uh, in the world. But the fact that they added this like last minute of her killing a man and escaping the mines. Oh, and then she it... says, then there's some dialogue over a black screen mm-hmm. where she's like, oh, I thought I was the only one fighting back. Yeah. So like, is there going to be a sequel to this? I actually like, I didn't care about the sex gauntlet before. And now I kind of care about the story of like, what is she doing here? Is she going to take down the evil king? Like what's going on? I need so to know. We later determined it to be uh, probably a lie, but we did find in a posting of the video, somebody had left a comment because somebody said, uh, this is, uh, we don't give credit where credit is due. Tiger's paw said, well, hell, I want to know what happens next. And Big Sleazy Cock says, there is an hour-long version that used to be on here. I think that's a lie because yeah. that's not what the people who make this video do. But it also, it just feels like that, that like, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. New kid. There's a pool. There's a pool on the top floor. You just yeah. take the stairs all the way up. Yeah, God, I wish there was because I do want to know more about this story now. But I'm saying is that like adding that last minute made this video memorable, mm-hmm. which is why I like Re- tell people rememberable about it. Rememberable it. Rememberable it and tell people about it and also send it to them yeah. at 10 at night so they open yeah, it. Yeah, and then bed. they open it up and <laughs> suddenly there's pop-ups with sex ads and yeah. the top of the screen is trying to sell me dick pills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm opening this up in bed with my sound on because I, like a fool, like a normal person. And no, like a fool, then because suddenly, it is clearly a Pornhub There's link. just big flashing text on the top of my screen that says, Tiny Dick? <laughs> <laughs> this game will make you come in three seconds. Wow. I did not understand the appeal of that either. Yeah, but. That doesn't sound like fun. Anyway, yeah, that's the story of it. You were saying something about something before I had to <laughs> What was it? Boy. Ooh, this is awkward. (laughs) The fucking, the lots of it, the getting bored about the sex gauntlet, Scout is there, Uh, the bad cum. So I have a few complaints. Oh, there we go. Sure, I have a few complaints. You have complaints? I have complaints. (laughs) Number one. Critiques. Well, first of all, this this isn't, I'm not the target demo for this. Number one, I don't know World of Warcraft. Number Mm -hmm. two. This is not appealing sex to me. Like, I get it. It's all pretend play, all that stuff. You understand the fantasy. You do Correct. not follow it. It's... it's not my thing. But a few critiques. First of all, the cum is terrible. The cum, the cum, is, the cum is, is absolutely. Awful. It is... I literally, in, in the one shot, the like up from underneath shot with the cum, I did not know what was happening. I was like, okay, so we've come. And then what is this? What's this fucking bullshit on here? Yeah, it like, looks like... Did she suddenly grow glowing pubes? What is this? It looks like uh, like a flat PNG. So these 3D models are... They're pretty good 3D models, honestly. They're a little low on the texture, but they're, they're pretty good. But then the cum itself is just like this fucking flat PNG that just kind of sits there and gets like... We read an distorted. article that said that apparently there's not very good collision detection in the particular engine that they use to make this, which does make sense. Mm-hmm. But like, c- come on. It's just, it doesn't. Come on. <sighs> I was disappointed by the cum. As, as, as a person who I'm like, oh, come. I did not. Mm, nope. <laughs> nope. It was unbecoming of the, oh, the media. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. And no, it wasn't actually in this one. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's critique number one. Mm-hmm. Critique number two, the dialogue was fine. The voice acting, honestly, it was fine. However, I have one complaint, and it's typical to this kind of porn, okay? 
when you're talking during oral sex, when there's a dick in your mouth, you speak in between times the dick is in your mouth because it's very difficult to talk around a dick. It's difficult to talk around anything jammed into your fucking mouth. Your, your Don't tongue, talk with your mouth full. Your, your tongue has to move. Your lips have to move relative to each other and your own mouth. Your jaw has to be able to move in order to form sounds. Okay, fine. So there wasn't a ton of talking while the dicks were literally in her mouth because it's hard to talk while there's a dick in your mouth. However, it's also difficult to make normal moaning sounds when there's a large piece of flesh Boy, that in that your sentence got away from you a little mouth. bit there. What's that? That sentence got away from you a little bit there. Yeah, you know you why it got sure away from saying. me? Because it's I, I, I can't speak if it's in my fucking mouth. There, I mean, there's a reason that in like porn comics or even just reading smut, like that turns into, mm, yeah, to mm, mm. Yeah, okay. So here, listeners, listeners, just a are, quick. Are you going to demonstrate? Yeah. Stop. Are you going to demonstrate? Uh-huh. Okay. Not sexily, I promise. They're, Thank God. If you are aroused if by this. If you are listening to this to be titillated, what is wrong with you? Please, like, I, I, hope, I hope your life is okay. Yeah. I'm concerned for you. So, first of all, I, I'm not going to make sexy moans here, but, like, let's say that I'm agreeing. I'm going, mm-hmm. My mouth is shut, right? My lips are pressed together. Mm-hmm. 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 Yup. So, I've gone, yup. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. All good. I am now going to just let's just I'll close my nose up and I'll try to do the same thing. Couldn't do it. Filled up with air. That was deeply uncomfortable. Now, let's see here. Yeah, do you have anything to deep throw just on your desk? I have a UV flashlight on my desk, okay? Because it's, it's I want to remind the listener that this is not that kind of podcast. Not that kind of podcast. This is not a very sexy UV flashlight. I would argue ultraviolet is not a range of frequencies or even near ultraviolet that really need to be around sexy stuff. No, you know what? uh, A sharp tip from me to you, listeners. They make glow-in-the-dark condoms. Okay? You can buy glow-in-the-dark condoms. They're very funny. Very funny. Especially if you you take a picture of a glowing glow-in-the-dark condom on something in the dark, it's all you see. It's very funny. (laughs) However, as with all glow-in-the-dark things... It's difficult to actually charge up, right? You can mm-hmm. put it right next to a bright light, just like with any glow-in-the-dark thing, right next to a bright light, then you quickly rush it into the dark, and it only lasts for so long. Ultraviolet light, and the, the near-ultraviolet, typically, that's in uh, UV LEDs and black lights, is more powerful. It's more energetic because of the wavelength, right? Because of the, 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 the frequencies of light. I could get into the physics of this. I'm not going to. But point is, it will charge up glow-in-the-dark stuff very fast, very strongly, without ruining your night vision, because you cannot see those frequencies of light directly. You can only see what they fluoresce. So you can charge up glow-in-the-dark stuff very quickly, very powerfully, with a UV flashlight that you might use otherwise to find cat pee stains, which is finding animal pee, and looking for scorpions are the reasons why I have this. But anyway, back to the point. So I'm saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to put this in my mouth. Ow, my tooth. Fuck. Who could have predicted that would happen? I don't know what it looked like before. It doesn't look broken. Okay, cool. Listeners, I did not chip my tooth doing this. What if I had? What a world. What a world. So anyway, you'll note, listeners, I did not sound normal with that in my mouth. And I have a horrible gag reflex. I couldn't get that fucking thing very far in my mouth. Still did not sound good. If I had a mouth full of enormous orc penis... I would not be making normal moaning sounds. 
any immersion I had completely broken because normal, unobstructed, mouth-closed moaning sounds when they're supposed It's true. There's a lot of things You don't sound like they're getting spit-roasted. I'm sorry. You don't. Uh, I don't know what Drenay physiology is. I have that issue a lot when, like, I run into this kind of... Drenay, Drenay, whatever. I don't know. Fantasy porn, whether it be the 3D, whether it be hentai, whatever, is that, like, okay, you have a partner that has a dick the size of his forearm, right? And you are, yeah, and you are having vaginal sex. No, you are not. No, you're not. Hey, no, you're not. No, you're fucking not. You're not. You know, I I kind of assume in a universe where dicks can be that big, that who knows, anatomy may be slightly different. Yeah. Although, if you look on the internet for extremely large insertions, they ain't putting them into vaginas. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I just... That was what ruins the immersion for me sometimes. So it becomes more of a, I am observing this as a person observing a piece of art rather than I'm, I'm watching porn because it is sexy. That it, like, that it switches, which is what I kind of view this movie as. It's like, this encapsulates a whole lot of things about like the culture up that led to this point. Mm. And I just think that is a very interesting thing. Yeah, listener... Every shot of Shunasasi from Nightbreed was hotter than the entirety or any individual portion of this video. Yeah, absolutely. In my my opinion. I I mean, I agree. It is it, it is sexy if you're already into those things and it just repeats the same tropes sure. over and over again, which is fine. That's how a lot of romance and a lot of smut is absolutely. written. Absolutely. Fuck, if, that if, is how Shakespeare wrote comedy, okay? If this is hot to you, listener, we are not judging you. This is just not, not our thing. Yeah. I just think... It was really interesting to me that where it did deviate and where it did differentiate itself was in that last few minutes of her taking revenge, mm-hmm. which is lacking in a lot of these stories. Especially for a in not- a genre, a style of video where the entire thing is she's being like broken. Yeah. That she is at the end of this, she is supposed to. She's uh, not some be super submitting. horned up, like, you know, busted up little, like, I need more dick. All I need is dick now. Dick, dick, dick. I have no personality but the desire for dick to be deeper inside of me. Which is very common in, in why Hentai that's my... 3D. Yeah, I don't know why that is your. <laughs> you know what? Hey, if you ever get a chance Please to. Please don't read more deeply into that. I don't want to know. <laughs> if you have it inside, don't share it. I don't need to know anything about if myself. If you get a chance to do voiceover work. For hentai, I urge you to do so and do that exact voice. But the thing is, is that in these, usually it is, yeah, you, uh, the the victim, the woman gets broken and all she wants to stick. But after this, like, it shows that, nah, no, she's still here. She's mm-hmm. still going to fucking kill, kill a dude mm-hmm. to try to escape. And that is what I thought was really interesting with this one mm-hmm. and should show up in a lot more of these. I personally think it would be more interesting. Mm-hmm. And obviously someone else did in the comment was like, I don't want to know the rest of the story yeah. now. I do. Like, how does she fuck her way out of this one? Because she's gonna, because that's... That's what you do. That's the genre. But yeah, we found a whole... <laughs> really well-written... I thought it was well-written. Like, surprisingly in-depth article on Kotaku... Uh, it is titled The People Who Make Brutal Video Game Porn by Patricia Hernandez. It's from 2015. We will include this in our citations. Absolutely. But it is a very... It we is will a not nice... be including the Pornhub link for the video. No. You've... 
figure it out. It's on other platforms too, I'm sure. They have their own website, whatever, who cares? But it is a very, it's a nice, long, well-written, thought-out, balanced article about this specific video, this specific uh, studio, studio, and then like the genre in general, and like people's reactions to it, and like the balance between knowing this is fantasy and being very uncomfortable with it, being like it's it goes a little bit into the intellectual property stuff, and who knows how? I mean, if there's been development since 2015, I'm sure there have, but yeah, we don't know. So them. definitely, if you are interested in this topic. Uh, Patricia Hernandez obviously wrote it much more s- cleverly than she's much smarter than we are on this topic, at least. This we, this much we know. So worth reading if you are interested in this specifically. Mm-hmm. Like I could tell you how a fluorescent bulb works. I could not analyze this in the larger cultural context as well as this article does. Yeah. Recommended. Mm-hmm. I also recommend learning how uh, fluorescent bulbs work because it's actually pretty rad, but like it's not pertinent to this it's not i mean so so there is one use for ultraviolet light in the bedroom which is to charge Charging up, up your, condoms your, yeah your glow-in-the-dark condoms mm-hmm. yes all right well noted mm-hmm. or you know if you have glow-in-the-dark toys i guess as well sure, yeah wanna, yeah it's all all i'm saying is that it's interesting seeing something that's glowing disappear it's <laughs> that one took me a second fantastic I mean, it and, well <laughs> On that note. Wow, this sure was an episode. <laughs> this is a short one. We, 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 yeah. Well, we've, had, not... we've had recently very long ones. Yeah, so... very, very long episodes here. So the listener... length of your forearm, you know. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this nice, easy breezy Monster Friends of Benefits. But before that, since we have a little bit of time, Sophia, any recommendations? Jojoba oil. It is good for your skin because it is, uh, it's not actually an oil it's technically a wax but it is chemically very similar to the oils that the human skin produces so it is able to integrate itself into skin and nails and things much easier than other carrier oils um i like to use it on my cuticles and nails because it makes them nice and smooth and helps them grow so which arc is this from i mean this is hoho's bizarre i'm adventures in leaving skincare, right your home you will eventually it is my home not yours <laughs> I'm you leaving not your home here. right now okay yeah, if you use jojoba oil, you'll definitely be able to be a, a stand user. Uh, <laughs> An enemy stand user approaches. Could this, uh, sorry, could, could this vibrant, radiant skin be the work of an enemy stand user? <laughs> that is a good TikTok. <laughs> How about you, Brad? Any recommendations? Oh, ooh, recommendations from Hobos. Brad. I am finally watching Schitt's Creek since people in my life wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. You enjoying it? Yeah, it's fine. All right, where can you find that? Uh, I think it's currently on Netflix. You sound super certain. I'm not. All right. And Figure still, it out. Still finishing up Babylon 5 mm-hmm. right now. Briar and I have gotten to well into season four. Nice. So that's, that's good. That's cool. And Do you have access to the movies? I don't. I mean, I do because you have them. Yeah, because I have all the DVDs yeah. forever. And I'm, I just can't wait to get to season five so it can be a fresh watch so I can determine if all of my harsh critiques are still true and then I can argue with Sophia about them. Yeah. Season five is the one that has an episode written by Neil Gaiman. That was pretty good. So, Oh, I have a fun recommendation for you. Yeah. Listeners. I, I actually do. I have a, a good one. Very good one here that I think you will like. And I am looking it up. Right now, wish I'd remembered to look this up ahead of time. 
but I didn't. Aha. On Twitter, this is Twitter user, the, uh, the, name, the username is Midnight Society, and the actual Twitter handle is at Midnight underscore Pals. That's P-A-L-S. And this particular Twitter account is dedicated to the writer, the author of them, making pretend conversations between horror authors seated around a fire. It's extremely, extremely that funny. Very funny. I've sent this to you. I think Have I've you? sent this to you. It. Yep. Yep. So there was one that was there was a particular Twitter thread. I will link to this one in 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 our citations. That was a conversation uh, with uh, between Clive Barker and a bunch of people, and he's talking about Nightbreed, and it's very very funny. And let me let me pick one here. Uh, this is Clive Barker talking to everybody. And he's oh, two of them. Uh, let's do one. So Clive Barker says, this guy goes to find the secret society of gay monsters. And he says, please, I want to be a gay monster, too. Let me join you. And they're all like, no, fuck off, Normie. Go back home and fuck your girlfriend. The monsters do a queer gatekeeping. Yeah. It's extremely funny. Cannot recommend the Midnight Society, uh, Midnight Pals enough. I believe there's a book out. So please support them by buying it. And please support us by rating and reviewing us on whatever podcast platform you feel like. And following us on various socials. We are Monster FWB on Instagram and Twitter and Monster underscore FWB on TikTok, where we post, I would say regularly, but since it is me in charge of that, but it's not regular. We post whenever Sophia has the wherewithal to do so. However, Mm -hmm. we do get previews out for our episodes on our Instagram and on our Twitter and TikTok and t- well, more often Instagram for sure. We get those previews out Twitter. They do mostly eventually come out and in TikTok is there. And on TikTok, you can use the audios and TikTok videos. Please use the audios it's, and TikTok videos. I would love to see tell that. you what listeners, if you ever want audio clips say, Hey, put more audio clips out. Yeah. You can absolutely request. Yeah. We'll uh, do it. Like if you want an audio, like we will make sure to get and guess the what? best have, high def. We have clips. So many clips. So many that clips. That we are not, we have not put out Yeah. because as I am editing every episode, I'm constantly sending clips to Sophia. Like, is this a good one? Do you like this one? And they are good because we're very funny, charming mm-hmm. and Brad is a good mm-hmm. editor oh, and is you. adding excellent uh, sound comedy. I mm. think. Yeah, Brad is putting in a lot of production work on these. Yes, and the values and... are simply going up. And I think distinguishing ourselves as the monster fucking podcast with the uh, high production values I think and there is audio at least jokes. One other monster fucking podcast. Yeah, so we, we're the one that has the, uh-huh. the funny clown noises. That's... <laughs> oh, so so yeah. What is it? Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't. What, what does a clown sound like? Okay. Can you do that a few more times? <laughs> no, I think you can edit it a few more I, times. I, I, I want to know. I want to know. I just get the wide variety. Sophia. <laughs> What does what does a tall clown sound like? Uh, what does a short clown sound like? Uh, what does a clown sound like as they are eating a mouthful of cabbage? Can you go closer to the mic? I don't think we caught that. <laughs> I want you to All know. right, I listeners. My I, my mouth. It was great. I have been Brad. I am Sophie. And this has been Monster Friends. <laughs> With benefits. <laughs> Goodbye from hell.